So can you tell me what your name is and what chapter you belong to? Hi, I'm Deanne Lavander and I belong to the Twin Cities chapter of STC. And so you guys are hosting the conference this year. What's that like? Did you have to do tons of preparation? Well, yes, we did. I'm the host chapter president, and our preparation involved months of, I guess, regrouping and finding out all the great things that we can do for all the visitors. We put together a whole bunch of host chapter things like uh, bookmarks, telling people where to go for coffee, where to go for lunch, where to go for breakfast. We highlighted some good places to eat. And... Um, primarily wanted to make sure that all the visitors from other places felt totally at home and comfortable. Well, I think you've succeeded in many ways, so that's good. Um, what was your favorite session today that you attended? I attended uh, the session on the W2, the, the Web2, 2.0. That's, <laughs> that's what it is. It's been a long day. <laughs> I've been up for a long time. Web 2.0. Okay, so... That was Scott Abel. Sorry, say it again. Scott Abel. Scott Abel. Okay. Abel? I've been told it was Scott A. Abel. Maybe that was just the joke. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've always called him Scott Abel. So yeah. what... Um, a content management specialist. Yes, a content management specialist. So what is Web 2.0? I think that's the next generation of what we know as the World Wide Web. And so it involves blogs and wikis, podcasts, interaction, collaboration, things like that. Right. Everything we know about the web right now, only one notch up. So do you interact in, in any way on the web? Do you have a blog? Do you enter comments? Do you go to Amazon and post reviews? I am kind of a lurker. I am, because I'm responsible for a lot of thought as far as what STC is involved, I pretty much put up whatever I find on the web into our chapter website. I respond to a very few web-based comments. Um, so are you looking to put in some more Web 2.0 stuff to your chapter website, or is it already a Web 2.0 site? It is not yet a Web 2.0 website. We've just redesigned our website, and it has a lot of work to go, but um, we've got some exciting ideas in store for us. I know that the STC in general is on its way. They've just joined Intercom, which is a, I guess, international organization for companies and um, individuals who are into web and... What? Now, as chapter president, um, I imagine you have a lot of things that you have to struggle with challenges and I'm sure you went to leadership day what's one of the things that that you walked away with from leadership day thinking yeah I'm gonna do differently well leadership day is a great opportunity for all incoming leaders and all outgoing leaders to truly here comes an STC member who's gonna make me feel bad <laughs> I'm being interviewed um, <laughs> sorry I'm, I'm trying to describe, you, you can help me. Oh, yeah? <laughs> He's an associate fellow, as am I. We all um, volunteer, hmm? Felli. Felli, yeah. That's really weird. <laughs> so the, the question I was asking her is, what, what are your top issues, top problems in, in your chapter that, that you're going to try to change from things you learned at the leadership day? We're trying to reestablish what the industries think of us as communicators, as opposed to writers. We are not taking completely seriously as technical writers. We're trying to change that 
image so that we're better known as communicators as opposed to technical writers. Can I ask what you're... Or typist. Yeah, so if you're just a writer, you're put on par as just being a typist. What are your job titles, can I ask? I'm a senior technical writer with TCF National Bank. Uh, I'm an independent consultant. Okay, so, so even your job title right now is, is, still has the term writer in it. So do you want them to try to change that to communicator? Well, historically, I enjoy being a writer. I've always wanted to be a writer, so I don't mind being a writer. Sometimes I have to explain a whole lot what I am as a technical writer. I think it will ramp up a bit when I call myself a technical communicator because they'll want to know exactly what that means. I'll study it a little bit, and I'll be able, I'll be able to be a little bit more cogent in my explanation. So how is the job market here in Minnesota? I mean, we're talking about technical writers and, and how that influences salaries. And is, it, is Minnesota a hub of technology where there's lots of opportunities? Given that our chapter size is just under 600 members, I would say that yes, we have a hotbed of opportunity for technical writers, technical communicators, graphic designers, and anybody who's involved with getting the message out from uh, a technology standpoint to a user or reader standpoint. Do you have any comments you want to add? Uh, no, I live in Vermont, so I don't know what the job market is like here. But wouldn't you agree that that's the challenge? Oh yeah. Uh, there's. Well, there's a couple of challenges. One is, in certain areas, companies know what tech writers are. And they know what tech writers have traditionally been. They may not know everything that a tech writer can do. There are other companies that have never had technical communications done before. It's always, you know, let the programmers do it, or... You know, engineers. Or engineers, or marketing, or whomever. And they do need to be educated as to just exactly what it is that we can offer. No, I didn't catch your name. Can you introduce yourself? My name is uh, John Garrison. I live in Chester, Vermont, and I'm, as I said, I'm an independent consultant, technical writer, communicator, uh, as I say, at FAB, anything for a buck. Do you have a specialization, I mean, or do you just do lots of different things? Um, as, a, as a contractor, you do whatever the client wants, but uh, my background has historically been in online help systems, and currently I'm doing a couple of things, uh, information architecture, where I take a huge amount of information and make it accessible. That's really the challenge. I'm not writing anything. I'm you know, making pathways to that which has already been written. Uh, and in other things, I'm writing and so on. I've also been a teacher of technical communications for uh, 18 years at various uh, colleges and universities. Wow, wow. W what was your favorite session that you attended today? Uh, <laughs> actually, it was probably uh, a, a, an interview with Jared Spool, who's a usability expert. Um, Jared and I have known each other for you know, almost 20 years, I guess. But uh, he has al he's always very uh, informative and extraordinarily entertaining. What, give me some practical tips on usability. Maybe he was too conceptual. I don't know. I didn't attend that session. But what, what can users actually put into practice with usability in their stuff? Um, well, basically, you start with what you think is best, and then you let people try it and find out what really works and what doesn't, and the users will actually tell you what works. And uh, so that's really what usability is. It's like coming out with the best guess and then seeing if it really works and then refining it. But a good usable system in general is one that is designed to get the 
the user itself, whoever they are, and you have to qualify that. You have to understand who they are, what they know, what they want to be able to do. And it provides the information to accomplish a task in a way that they can easily understand. In the writing parlance, one way to think of that is we write with consistency and clarity. And so conciseness. That, and so <laughs> conciseness. Conciseness. People need to be able to read it once and get it. And if we cannot deliver that, we cannot deliver it all. Do you guys have any more thoughts you want to add to the podcast? Who are you? I'm, <laughs> I'm Tom Johnson. Oh, I'm, I'm so honored to meet you, Tom. Oh, <laughs> I upload your podcasts to the Twin Cities website as soon as I get the feed. Wow, that's great. I think you I, and I, I are on LinkedIn. Probably. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm, I'm really glad to meet you. Thank you very oh, much. Cool. And so don't put this on your podcast. <laughs> no. Fixes I, I, in. I now sound like a total dork. But, you know, I'm passionate about what I do. I've always wanted to be a writer. I've always wanted to be a teacher. I write instructions. I can't think of a better combination for me to do. Actually, I have just one last question because you guys are both teachers. Um, I think somebody once said that, uh, that, that teachers need to be in the workplace to understand technical communication. I mean, that's a pretty harsh statement if you're in academia. What's your, what are your thoughts on that? I think that the marriage between business and academia is long past overdue and that practicum in business would be of benefit to all students of technical, communi technical communication. Practicum, meaning what? Practice in the workplace. Much like teachers go through a practicum in their student teaching. Well, they practice teaching. They when should they practice writing. <laughs> well, they, they practice teaching, they practice managing the classroom, they practice handling troubled students. Mm -hmm. Practicum in business is they practice the writing craft, they practice taking orders from management, they practice being quiet when it's not appropriate to speak. Um, well, I've been a technical communicator for 35 years, and I got into teaching because I had been a practitioner for quite a long time. And I really, I, I, I love teaching. I, 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 I wish kind of I had gone to school more and gotten more degrees and could, could do it for a living. But um, there, there's a, anytime you teach, you need to have a kind of theoretical approach and a practical approach and people need to understand both because if you just say do this follow this all they do is you know they don't they don't think if you tell them this is what you're doing and here's a way to do it then they can make that marriage for themselves exactly i think that's a very good point i think that so many students are in the ethereal business of learning they don't understand how to apply their craft and once you're in the workplace, and I too have been in the business for about 35 years, and can say that what I thought I could do was quite esoteric compared to what I actually do. All right, well, thanks for talking to me today. I, I appreciate it. <laughs>